Good morning, good morning. Orison here from Time to Shine. So today is Tuesday, September 14th, almost the middle of the month. And we are in Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah chapter 55 is broken down into, um, I see, a few sections. And it's very powerful for it has many things that in the New Testament or in general people, believers in Christ refer to it, refer to God in this chapter. So first, um, verses 1 to 2, it talks about the bread of life. Then 6 and 7, it was um, look to God while he's near. 8 to 9, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. 10 to 11, his word doesn't go out void. And so I'm going to read to you these verses so that you have an idea. But I do recommend that you read Isaiah chapter 55 so that the Lord can instruct you, the Holy Spirit can speak to you directly in what areas you will need to understand this chapter. Um, so I'm going to read it to you. So it says in verse 1 to 2. The Lord says, All you who are thirsty, come and drink. Those of you who do not have money, come and buy and eat. Come drink wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend your money on something that is not real food? Why work for something that doesn't really satisfy you? Listen closely to me, and you will eat what is good. Your soul will enjoy the rich food that satisfies. So this is referring also to um, what uh, Jesus did, what Jesus came to do. And he was to put his body on the line. He laid down his life for us. And he talks about that in John six thirty two to 59, for he's the bread of life. And if we drink and eat, from his body we are satisfied we are made whole and we don't thirst for hunger for our satisfaction satisfaction um, is the word of God and is his body and is his truth so I'm gonna continue with verse 6 and 7 it says so you should look for the Lord before it's too late you should call to him while he's near. The wicked should stop doing wrong, and they should stop their evil thoughts. They should return to the Lord so he may have mercy on them. They should come to our God because he will freely forgive them. So as you can see, um, you know, the Lord is compassionate. God is compassionate. And he wants to forgive as many people as they come to him. For he is through compassion. He's compassionate, sorry. He doesn't see the way that we see. He forgives. And he accepts his children just as they are. And as many times as we need to come to him, he would forgive us. It's, it's a good to know that he's a forgiving father. And he so loved us so much that he put his son on a cross 
or his son died on the cross. He laid down his life for us so that we can have communion with the Father again, so that we can have a new life, a resurrected life with him. So I'm going to read also verses uh, eight, to nine, 8 and 9. It says, The Lord says, My thoughts are not your thoughts. Your ways are not like my ways. Just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So he's, he is a father supreme above all. We might think about an ant, you know, so little, and we see it walking. But the Lord thinks of that ant as a humongous thing that goes out and prepares food for the winter. He she works hard in the summertime and she prepares what needs to be prepared for the winter. So the the thoughts that we only see the ants moving around, but they are working, they are working in the summertime to go to get the food or to be ready for the winter. So as we only can see that, but God sees the end in us and he sees us as big children, as children that need compassion, that need the God, and that our thoughts are so little compared to the thoughts of the Lord. We can only see so much so further away. He sees the whole scope. He sees the whole life. He sees, he saw from the beginning of our life to the very end, he can see our lives. So he restored us to his perfect will and his thoughts are greater than what we can imagine um, to be. So I'm going to read also verse 10 to 11. It says, rain and snow fall from sky and don't return without watering the ground. They cause the plants to sprout and grow, making seeds for the farmer and bread for the people. The same thing is true of words I speak. They will not return empty. They will make the things happen that I want to happen. They, they succeed in doing, what is, in doing what I send them to do. So his word has power. The word of God is what revises our spirit. Um, the word of God satisfied us. Just as Jesus laid down his life, he allows us to see more of him in his word so that we can be resurrected in him, so that our spirit can move according to his plan, his purpose, and his will. And and so is the word of God. It doesn't return void. Um, he fills the heart and mind of people and his children or people who have called on to him to be forgiven and to be his the son of God, to be the children of God, I should say. There's only one son. So I'm going to leave it there for today, but I do hope you have some time to read over Isaiah chapter 55. It's really jam-packed with good things. It's amazing what the Lord has done and how he spoke 
through Isaiah, these things, and yet we still have, we can still put it into our lives every day, for he satisfied us, for he is the bread, Jesus is the bread of life that can fill our bodies to the fullest and our soul, and so we don't go through life hungry, we don't go through life desperate for wanting things that are not in his plan. And um, he forgives us. He allows us to see his goodness when we come to him and surrender and asking for forgiveness of our sins. Um, evil thoughts cannot go about his will and plan. So I'm going to, like it says in verse 7, the wicked should stop doing wrong. They should stop their evil thoughts. So no evil can stop. Um, the purpose of God, just as it says um, that on verse 11, the same thing is true of the word I speak. They will not return to me empty. So when God sends the word to our hearts, it resurrects us and gives us life and hope. So have a wonderful Tuesday and stay encouraged, stay uplifted. Bye-bye.